Hey everybody, welcome into the Haven Podcast. You could be listening to anything else in the world right now, but you are listening to me, and I appreciate that. I hope you all are having a beautiful and fantastic and sexy work week and an even better weekend on tap, and I'm going to try my best to get you through it and to there. On this week's video game focus episode, we've got a, got a, lot, of, a lot of good stuff to get to, but again, I hope you've all had a terrific weekend. Maybe the that new app that turns you into an old person so you can stare deep in the eyes of sorrow and death. Hello, darkness, my old friend. As you see how wrinkly and old and gray your face will one day become. And if you're a smoker and or a drinker, well, that just didn't pick up that up on the app. Or, uh, you know, maybe you're one of the the fucking loony bins that is going to storm Area 51 come September and... You can become a national story being shot and God knows what else done to your corpse right on a live stream via the Twitch. But that's not why you listen. You listen for the greatest and latest happening in the world of video games and I am here to bring that to you. So let's go ahead and jump into it. You guys remember when um, I was, I don't know, getting all crazy. I know that happens quite a bit um, in regards to that whole uh, Wall Street Journal Switch is introducing a steroid version of said console. Well, we got the Switch Lite, the $200 handheld that's coming out. So beautiful, great. That was part of said rumor. And the other one was going to be the Switch thing. So I'm not sure if this latest development this week from Nintendo was anything to, if that aligned with that logic. Because if so, major disappointment extremely disappointed. Nintendo came out and said they have their new version of the Switch with dock coming out this year and it will be the same retail price of I think it's 300 bucks they go for and it will have the incredible updated new feature of longer battery life. Yay! So unfortunately no word if this thing is connected to the steroid version that was always rumored I keep seeing contradicting details and words in regards to that, and that's a shame. But this was something, again, I've talked about till I was fucking blue in the face on the podcast before. This was an idea, a rumor that I was so freaking excited about and looking forward to on so many levels. And I think, unfortunately, we just got this version um, of a, an extended battery. I don't know if this is Nintendo getting cold feet or maybe they have, this was an idea they had of doing this version that's ready to go and compete with Hulk Hogan in his heyday. I don't know. But what I do know is I'm getting a Switch model later this year that has extended battery life and that's just not going to do anything for me personally. Um, I want to see that thing upped, pushed to the limits. I love that mindset if Nintendo was to adopt it and, and it looks like unfortunately... We won't be getting that this year. But who knows? Nintendo's weird. They're crazy. Maybe there is going to be so much feedback of people being disappointed by this announcement. They go back to the drawing board or reevaluate their stance on that topic. That's what we can hope for. Um, because I want to play Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, which comes out in just a matter of days. And I want to play that on said Switch on the big TV and then go back and replay it when the steroid console I thought was going to emerge, but but even going back and playing Zelda on that, like holy shit, man, like that's amazing. So uh, lots of lots of stuff here and there about it, but I just yeah, that was kind of a, a disappointing thing, you know. But what are you gonna do? You, you got to keep it keep it moving. So our next topic of the day, I kind of want to touch on is 
Uh, this is sad. This is a sad bit of news in the video game world. Uh, for those that in the know, Frank Pierce, who is a, uh, he's an OG as they call it back in 90s hip hop, and maybe in certain communities of the Bloods and Crips, I do not know, of Blizzard Entertainment. Um, back when Blizzard first started, he was one of the first ones to come in, has been there I think for 28 years or somewhere thereabouts. He officially announced today that he is leaving the company. Um, he did thank the the founders themselves and, and everything like that. Not too much detail other than that that I've seen so far about it. But this kind of unfortunately, if there's people out there that are listening that say, well, hey, it's just a guy that's been there forever. I mean, pushed almost 30 years. He probably got burned out. He got tired. I mean, fuck, video game development's hard and, you know, keep it moving, man. Like, he can't just keep fucking doing that. Like, I, I totally understand that mindset. I really, really do. I just can't help but be a psycho like Alex Jones and think this is part of a bigger thing that's going on. Chances are if this guy has been there since day one, he or close to it, he has a lot of benefits. He's getting paid very handsomely. And I just can't help but keep going back to everything we heard earlier this year about Activision really stepping in and putting their, their hands on the throat of Blizzard as a company and really neutering them. And, you know, God knows what else they're changing behind the scenes with that. And we've had tons of reports from whether it's Jason Schreier or different outlets that have kind of piggybacked off of this and said, no, Activision has stepped up and become very vocal in meetings in regards to Blizzard. They want to focus more on the sequel front and not original IP. And definitely, no matter what, cut down this whole Blizzard, you know, we need six to eight years to develop a video game. Like, let, let's speed it up. Let's do smaller or let's do less projects and have more people working on it. So I can't just help but feel like this is a part of it. And I'm not saying Activision said or did anything or offered him something to leave, but I wouldn't be totally shocked if that news comes out that something like that happened. Or maybe he just had a really good way of doing it and he was comfortable. Things were going great and he saw the writing on the wall. He's like, I'm going to get out of here before this shit hits the fan and before, you know, things kind of go awry. Or maybe even too, he had experienced some of that stuff already and he's like nope i've i've put too much time energy blood sweat and tears into this job and this company to see it turn into this and go down this route and you know he's like i've heard enough horror stories or just shit maybe he was tired and he's like i'm over it i'm leaving i'm don't have to worry about money the rest of my life and i want to go enjoy some of those benefits um, without having to worry about ever working again so uh, yeah but i just can't keep getting over the fact that you know, we're going to see more and more of these departures from some of these people and, and more and more horror stories. I mean, it's just, it's a shame, but Blizzard, you will, you will be missed and everything you once did and represented. Uh, moving on to our next topic. So there's a little thing going on this week. I don't know if you guys have heard about it and you damn sure I'm going to be covering it this week on our um weekly TV and film focus up. So, cause how can I not? It is that time of year again, ladies and gentlemen, it is San Diego comic con 2019. Gotta love it. This is so good. And there's been some great stuff released. There has been some stuff that's surprising. And then there's some stuff that falls in the middle in terms of, eh, it's fine. And then there's a fourth category of what the hell were they thinking? What is that? Get ready for that shit show. So I will have coverage of all that uh, and more on this upcoming um, Monday's episode, our weekly on the TV and film hit. So like that little tease there for you, like that. Um, so with that said, something that, and that's one thing I love about Comic-Con, it's, it's beyond clearly comics, it's movies, it's television, it's video games, it's 
tons of other stuff I don't even know about just not even blurring the lines anymore. It's just become a mishmash of this giant conference of fun and amazing and what have you. So with that said, there has been an official, well not official, you can't have an official leak of anything unless you're Ubisoft. But my point being, um, there was a leak footage of gameplay from that new upcoming Avengers game, you know, that hot topic button issue that I got I got some I got some words done said to me about that in my opinion. Oh y'all can go fuck yourself. <laughs> but my but the larger point is even back then at E3, right, when they 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 messed that up. Square Enix and and their wise wisdom totally dropped the ball significantly on that. On that entire unveiling in that it started off really, really well, but they should have if you're gonna show that, you should have shown a gameplay slice of the game. I know those aren't easy, they're hard, they're freaking stressful as heck on your team. But that's the you gotta gotta recognize the day and age and the time zone that you live in in terms of just how everyone consumes content, right? So they messed that up and there was a shaky cam footage recorded and released from that backstage presentation with the media as well too at E3 and that looked horrible and had a lot of buggy issues. We've seen that again now emerge from San Diego Comic-Con. The The shaky cam's a little bit better, but not by much. It's just somebody that had one less cup of coffee when they were recording. And again, it's the same cycle. They're repeating their tapes from not even, what, not even a month ago, right? Because that's when E3 was, where they're getting railed over the coals with this stuff. Fair or not, I, I totally get it. I mean, you're reacting to shaky cam footage of a game. But you got to recognize this. You did not learn from what happened to you literally a month ago. So adapt, adjust, get it out there. And you've said before, oh, we're going to release an official footage after Gamescom um, in August. Okay, that's great. But sometimes you got to kind of uh, update your schedule and, and speed it up in a way that maybe you don't want to because of the negative press you're getting for it. And I know that's not your intention and you didn't think it was going to go that way. But remember, adapt or die, people. That's that's the name of the game. So now here you are with this game just chilling there, sitting there, etc. And people are just having a field day with it because you've given them nothing but reasons to doubt and be suspicious of said game. So, you know, nut up, get your stuff together. And then uh, moving on to our last and final topic of this week's video game focused episode. Um, I want to talk about Game Pass Ultimate Col con Conversion what did I want to say Game Pass Collection? Uh, the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate Conversion Deal. So this thing was nuts. I didn't get a chance to cover on it when it was going on, uh, going into, e or during E3, I believe it was. So for those that don't know, Microsoft has introduced a new form uh, in regards to Game Pass, where now you can subscribe to Game Pass Ultimate, where it includes your Xbox Live Gold subscription and Game Pass itself. And now in addition, it covers any and all those games that are on the PC side since Game Pass is there now. So crazy, amazing service. Uh, I mean, I have I can wax poetically about Game Pass and, it's, and what it means to me, but as well as its overall service and what it entails. Um, but this was an insane deal where they just basically said to you, hey, give us a dollar and we'll upgrade your version of Game Pass to this ultimate, no questions asked, you know, for one buck and we'll extend off of it. So for example, if I have my facts right, say you got six months of Game Pass right now and five months left of your Xbox Live Gold. You go click on the link on your Xbox, it does all the math for you in the background, and now boom, when those things run out, they will upgrade and you get an extra month for a dollar 
to Game Pass Ultimate. So for people out there that have like, hey, dude, I got 36 months or something of Xbox Live Gold and Game Pass. Okay, spend the dollar and boom, you'll get an extra month for one buck. But all that service gets upgraded to Ultimate. So you get the, and that's like a $5 value for that. So essentially you're paying a dollar for, you're saving four bucks, you know, but times that by how many months you have. So it's a really great deal, especially for those that are on PC and and switch back and forth and what have you. I'm personally going to switch over and I need to just because I am tired of seeing two different services build for Xbox Live Gold and Game Pass. I want them all under the same umbrella, one thing, so I don't have to keep looking for two different items and, and trying to keep track of one of them expiring. It's just beyond annoying. And then, oh, how would I? It wouldn't be a Haven podcast episode unless I I get butthurt about microtransactions, huh? Um, yeah, I'm a 30-year-old man using the word butthurt. Good for me. <laughs> so, Bethesda, oh, what can I say about you that I haven't already said? What can I say about you that others that do this, uh, hobby, living, etc., haven't already said about you? I mean, memes galore and everything. Um, for those that don't know, Bethesda just hates their fan base and hates everybody, and they don't give a shit about nothing. Um, that's essentially what the story boils down to. So Bethesda had this huge update come out. I don't, I don't want to give them the cross promotion or the the promotion to be honest with you. This is the one that added battle royale. You know, the one mode uh, that they showed off for seventy six at their E3 conference. The one mode that no one asked for and no one gave a shit about. So this was an update that included that. Tons of bug fixes, new stuff, etc. Right. So the one thing Bethesda has done, because they literally don't have a choice unless you're EA, they have been patching and adding through 76 for a, a really good, I think, month and a half. Actually, maybe more than that for the last few months because of the content drought, because the game is broken as hell. They have their backs pushed into the corner, so they got to patch it out. So this isn't the first time I'm about to tell you. So if it sounds like I'm repeating something, I, I promise you this is actually something that happened this week in regards to this company and this game. In this giant update, it for some fucking reason, it popped something and it reintroduced old bugs like back from launch, like game-breaking stuff all over again. And they've had this issue before. So they do all that. And then very sneaky sneak of Todd Howard and Bethesda I don't really, when I say Todd Howard, just because he's the face of Bethesda, I really don't think Todd Howard, you know, is in bed and he wakes up at like 2 to 3 a.m., gets in his car, puts on his cool bomber jacket, drives to the headquarters, and then kind of goes through the office and jumps on a computer and starts uploading this code of, you know, FU and everything like that. I don't want anyone to get that picture in their head. But now that I've planted it there, you enjoy that. That's a little a little gift from me to you. So in this update, in their Atom Shop, their microtransaction crap, and yes, keep in mind, Bethesda is clearly on record of saying before the release of this game, we're not going to have any pay-to-win aspects within our microtransaction shop. It's going to be strictly cosmetics. Well, because they made a shitty game, no one wants to give them a penny for their broken slash shitty game, so no one's going to be buying your cosmetics, like giving you a tip kind of thing. That's exactly what it is. And by the way, I just blew 60 bucks on this as well. 
so they have done this before with the repair kits a couple months ago. People were very, very angry and upset. Bethesda said, hey, don't you worry about it. We got you. And they just totally ignored them. And now we're back at it again, where now they're introducing in this update a little something called scrap kits. For those that don't know, scrap kits are these items that can only be purchased in the shop with real life money. You purchase said box. One box goes for about 50 cents. And then as you get more and more of their quantities that they group in, it becomes a couple bucks more. And so you consume this, your character does, and you get junk automatically thrusted into your inventory, which is very important in this game. And I thought repair kits was too, because of certain, there's times where I played it and, or when I was, and I was like, I need a repair station right now. Like I need to go seek out and find one because my, everything's broken. And I've just been, it's not, hasn't been a good run for me. Well, I could just pay a couple bucks, get the repair kit right then and there on me, and then boop, I'm good to go. I can just keep it moving. Scrap kits are again another game, not game breaking. Well, it, it might be too. I haven't, I don't know how it's structured anymore with their updates, but it's just this is fucked up. You said there was going to be no pay to win aspects, and their fallback plan, if you will, on when they know their audience and their player base is going to rake them over the coals about this, right? So Bethesda, what they do is, very arrogantly, I might add, they go out on posts, they go out on interviews, and they just and they try their best to justify this action, where people have asked them, like, you said there's no pay to win. And they're like, oh, it's not pay to win. It's like pay to convenience, you know? It's not, it's not breaking the game or anything. And it's like this really great lawyer way of just kind of twisting certain things to, like, to their viewpoint to make them sound right so that you as a person that's angry about it are like am i overreacting is this not a big deal so um it's gonna be a good day when this game dies it really is it's gonna be you know bethesda i hope this is worth it and i'm i'm just curious to see how this works for you and your other games that you make down the road whether it's elder scrolls or a new fallout or whatever um i'm very curious how your fan base reacts because you pissed them off with 76 is existence which that in itself was silly but now boom here we are where the people that the few people that did get hyped for your game myself included you totally just took a shit on them and said hey you know deal with it like me us shitting on you is good for you it's it's a good thing you like it and it's like no i don't like it quit telling me that i like you shitting on me no no no. you don't you don't see it now but you you really do enjoy it so anyhow Good old, good old video game. So I'm going to go get ready to start downloading some Dead Rising 4 on Game Pass. I'm actually kind of pretty stoked to actually play that. Did not know it was online co-op. So I'm playing with my brother later tonight. Very excited for that stuff. But um, yeah, I better do the propers. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed making it. Um, if you want to help support the podcast, help it grow, tons of ways you can do that um, by recommend it to friends and family if you would kindly or commenting subscribing rate review etc on your podcast listening platform of choice um, also make sure to send your listener questions to the haven pc at gmail.com you can connect with us on instagram over there which i have been horrible about updating on i know that i, I got a game plan work slowing down the, the thing the job that actually pays the bills i think i'm kind of getting in a good spot with it a rhythm if you will so hoping to kind of get a little bit more interaction on the instagram front here starting this weekend um yeah and then of course you have the link in the description below as always if you want to send an audio question via anchor to me as well so with that said you guys i hope you have an incredible wonderful weekend Get ready to tune in to this upcoming Monday's episode for our weekly TV and film where I'll be covering all the happenings in 
going on with San Diego Comic-Con. I can't wait for that. So thank you guys so very much. And I will talk to you all this Monday.